0: Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. I'm
1: Phoebe. And I'm Tracy. My fabulous co-host. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. good. I love the fall. Oh, I do too. It's nice and chilly,
0: mm-hmm. which I like. Do you uh, cook outside a lot in the fall?
1: I, like not, like
0: do, do you grill a lot in the fall? Do I
1: grill in the fall? Yeah. Well, you know, if um, if we've talked about grilling in the past, Mm-hmm. And like, I don't grill because I, we use charcoal Oh, that's and right. and it's like a process. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I say we grill in the fall, I mean, Michael does. Oh, okay. And, but yeah, it's a better time for, I think to grill. Cause a lot of times in the summer we'll say, oh, let's grill tonight. And you know, the response will be, oh my God, it's too hot. It's too hot. I'm yeah. not going out there mm-hmm. and putting myself in front of flames. So I think it's a perfect time to grill. Mm-hmm. Do you? i haven't
0: turned the grill on in maybe two years
1: but no it's the easiest way My to cook goodness right it is, it is super easy I, I think it's easy and uh, uh yeah but it's also a crock pot season though too oh well that's true that's right? true i will be doing some crock pot things you mm-hmm. will oh yes I, a, there are a couple that i just mm-hmm.
0: well i i'm gonna take your plans for the crock pot and like push them aside oh that's fine sure and I'm going to give you new plans. <laughs> oh,
1: goody! I like
0: that because I have a very
1: special guest for you. You do.
0: Yes, <laughs> I'm going to get right into it because Please there's do. going to be like a lot of good information and inspiration that I think is just going to blow your mind. Oh, okay, okay, I'm ready
1: I'm because ready. I saw some of the recipes. Beforehand. Oh my gosh, yeah. we're
0: going to talk recipes. Yeah. Okay, let's do it with that. Todd of Dunder and Heister. Heister. We I
2: say DNH is DNH, you know, DNH, kind of yeah, insiders D&H. call it DNH. So. Oh,
1: the yeah, insiders, like, yeah. yeah. Well, because didn't we have another DNH person yeah. on here before? So yes, we, we are did. like yeah. we're insiders. Easter
2: Heister, I heard it. Easter, yeah. yeah, he heard <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we're so glad to have you here, Todd. Mm-hmm. No, it's, Hi, it's
2: great being here.
0: So you have um, just recently opened. How long? It's not even been a year yet, right?
2: It's been a little bit over a year. It yeah, has. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, July of last year to, to August. Well, actually, we're in September. So, uh yes, that's correct.
0: Yeah, but why a butchery in Berks County? Like why how did that even like come about?
2: Uh you know, uh well, first of all, there's, you know, like sitting here today with you guys, we're talking about we're talking about meat. I mean, that's, uh-huh. that's it's fun. I mean, I think uh, there's a few things. Number one is uh, for me and my family always I I I you know, It's a huge part of you know, uh, growing up and in terms of our family, grilling outside,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: going to visit the butcher with my mom and having that Pennsylvania Dutch butcher named uh, Ray Luckenbill. You'd walk in every Saturday and he'd reach over and give you a, a slice of the ring bologna. And it was something that was just magical. And I think that when you buy meat, there's just this. Very special emotion that you know we, we actually sit there and think about this because we are a butcher shop. We think about the meat buying experience. That there's a special emotional attachment to it, and uh, so uh, you know for us, I mean it's uh, it's a great way to represent also Berks County. Mm-hmm. You know, we our slogan is "Eat like you live here." It's about honoring uh, a local food waste so that we think in our society today. You know, it's there's so much there in terms of regional cuisine, and sometimes people forget about the pennsylvania dutch and it's not carnival food in terms of whoopie pies and funnel cake Mm -hmm. if you do your your work it's a series of one pot meals and casseroles and rich robust flavors Mm -hmm. and um, so part of our mission is try to use our palette of our sustainable whole animal butcher shop with a variety of cuts and be able to incorporate that with cooking and eating like you live here
0: and sustainable is like a big thing that's becoming very popular or people are becoming aware of um like where your food comes from so you source a lot of it locally
2: absolutely okay. and i you know i think that's the the other part of it. it it's sourced locally but i think it's perfectly in touch with what the ethos is of the pennsylvania dutch which would say nose to tail philosophy which is making a little bit go a long way. So in terms of the national movement, people talk about sustainability and farm to table. Well, the Pennsylvania Dutch have been doing that for 300 (laughs) years. So, you know, what's become trendy. We've been doing here all along, which is exciting for us to know that because that's our
0: home. So in terms of, um, or at least finding inspiration for fall cooking and getting Tracy's husband outside to Mm -hmm. light up the charcoal, like what kind of what kind of inspiration do you share with your customers for fall grilling, or what kind of recipes do you think work well with? And with what kind fall, of cuts? Yeah, yeah like what yeah, would you suggest? Yeah, there's a lot there.
2: I mean, well, first of all, um, we've really had fun being open over a year now, and in, in um, eating seasonally, and I think that's a big theme of of being here in Berks County. Is we are blessed with amazing agriculture, mm-hmm. and to not eat oranges you know, in the middle of winter is that, you know, it's kind of eating with what the, we can source locally. So right now uh, we're doing apples because mm-hmm. we've gone from corn is gone. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to orchards and providing some really unique apples to our customers. So eating seasonally is a, it's a pretty cool thing. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I think that first of all, we're all on our own. We call this, I don't know if, if we should trademark this, but it's somewhat like a meat journey is it where we're, we're oh. so some of us are experts. Some of us are novice in between, but the whole idea is that we're there's a learning process in terms of combining flavors and techniques and different textures. And so the whole idea with being a sustainable whole animal butcher shop is that we have that whole array of different cuts and flavors so people can experiment mm-hmm. so right now seasonally you would start as you said to think about braising so there are techniques that lend themselves so for example we have meetings right in our kitchen <laughs> shop <We do>. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Thanks. laughs> and uh we're talking about what's happening with the seasonal changes maybe people you know are going to be grilling less and that's okay because we're gonna you're gonna be going to braising uh, crock pot meals which is a whole fascinating array of flavors which we can mm-hmm. talk about i will tell you though when it comes to grilling is that I grill all the time. I mean, that's my journey. And I think all, you know, a DNA to the whole idea is that it's kind of a, trying to be firmly committed to a simpler way of life to slow down. Correct.
1: Mm -hmm. Slow down.
2: And to kind of think what you're doing and, uh, make food for yourself. And really, uh, when you go home, you know, part of grilling is a process where you go down, you walk down to the grill. Some of us take a drink, some don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I might take a coffee cup <laughs> okay. f- filled with bourbon or maybe yes. I wouldn't, but, <laughs> um, but you know, to sit down there, whether you're entertaining or you're by yourself, it's, it's the process. All of these techniques are processes that enable us to slow down and think about how we eat and that's the whole thing about this movement is asking questions it's really thinking about what we do and grilling is one form of that so we Mm -hmm. have intrepid grillers that in the middle of winter yeah they're gonna trudge they're gonna put on their boots and their hat and they're gonna go down to the grill and they're gonna grill because it's that it's it's more work Mm -hmm. and yeah it's really cold Mm -hmm. But it's fun because you go down there and it's the process and you're slowing down and you're, you know, like you connect with friends or you want to be alone or it just that that's the fun part about it. So there is a uniqueness
0: to it. It's almost
1: ritualized ritual, you know, kind of the whole fire thing.
0: Yeah. And that's why yeah. you're here because the podcast listeners said they wanted
1: mm-hmm.
0: grilling and even into the winter, which surprised me. People do it. So when yeah. you when people come in and say, "Hey, Todd, I've got my adult sippy cup filled with bourbon, <laughs> and it's I," it's not for everybody, but <laughs> I for need, some. <laughs> yeah. I need uh, a great piece of meat to put on the grill. What do you suggest?
2: Well, there again, it's uh, for I winter. Mean, I, what we do well,
0: late fall. I don't know yeah. if. Uh,
2: you know grilling is pretty much uh for for many people 12 months out of the year yeah. i don't know if that would but you can do some seasonal things and you mm-hmm. know you can you know some of the things you might do like a pork chop
0: mm-hmm.
2: and braise it or you might put it you know, like marinated in in a hard cider so it's very thematic with our apples for mm-hmm. fall you might be able to grill them mm-hmm. so that's yeah, pork But all of our steaks you can you know everything you do in the summer you can still do in the in the winter time. But, you know, I, I typically what happens uh, when a customer comes in, and perhaps you, you guys know this, it's more about asking questions. Mm-hmm. Who you having over tonight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh. What, what, do they, what do they like? Mm-hmm. How many people? Do they, you like sauces? And then that's, that's the difference between us and other ways to buy meat is that you go in and you just say, hey, listen, you, you do the work. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, tell us what, you know, tell to, we'll uh, give you the suggestions on how to make you look good and have, help you have a great meal.
0: Good. so yeah. brazing right because you've mentioned that a few times tell sure. me a little bit about like this brazing inspiration that you want to share
2: <clears throat> there again kind of going back to the uh, to the meat journey mm-hmm. I think that you know all this a lot of the movement that we talk about in terms of reason why and you guys doing this is such a great thing for the community is people want to learn and they're on this journey and it's the journey is about flavor and taste that's why we mm-hmm. eat local because we want to have flavors and tastes that you can't get anywhere else and a great thing about braise the technique is that you're and I wish I'd worked harder in chemistry (laughs) uh, because a lot of this is about these chemical reactions but braising essentially you're you're cooking with a, a liquid and chemical reactions happen and depending on is it water is it beer is it bourbon wine when you're using different liquids and different seasonings, you get to a higher place because of the goal of this, when we talk about the meat journey, is that you're trying to get to this place and discover flavors that you might not have ever tasted before mm-hmm. and you know use meat as the as the, the conduit for that, but there's just different techniques. So braising, you can do wonderful things with a braise.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you bring a particular right. recipe with you with specific flavor, like a flavor profile? That I you did. You know, uh, we,
2: we talked with uh, Bill and, and uh, we like beer, right? Mm-hmm. I like stout.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: we uh, we're suggesting a stout braised uh, short rib. So okay. we, um, we really like our short ribs. And the, the great thing about a short rib is that one, it's packed with flavor. I mean, great beefy flavor um and there are certain meats what you have to understand about uh with meat is that many times the most flavorful cut can be the toughest why because it's a muscle that's used a lot
0: mm-hmm.
2: right like okay. beef cheeks for example used oh. a lot but if but if you use the right technique and you for example braising which is a slow cooking process using a liquid if you can deal with and go th- go through these chemical reactions, it will give you softer texture, and the flavor is off the charts. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the beautiful part about braising.
0: So braising right. with a stout. That's right. Um, this one's going to be a stout with, what's the cut again? It's um, short, short, short ribs. Rib. Short ribs. Right. So, okay. you
2: know, I mean, in that case, you know, it's just there again. It is, it is a lot of flavor. We, we sell them in different ways. So this is a perfect example of seasonally. So okay. in the summertime, I don't know if Bill talked about it when he was here, but we do, we do a flankin.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. right? Yes, mm-hmm. And
2: I don't know if you had a chance to try that, uh, but we have this great marinade that you put it and you, you slow cook it, mm-hmm. and it, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a quick grill. In this case, we're using the same cut, except we're butchering it in a different way, and it would lend itself more to the wintertime, which oh. is a braise. Okay. And using a beer that would lend itself perfectly. It's more of a rich flavor more robust flavor to be paired with the meat okay right
0: how about um do people come in and are they looking for like a chicken alternative like do you have like a some kind of chicken inspiration that you could put on the grill i know you might have mentioned lemon pepper and
2: yeah i mean i so i, I think with um with chicken i mean we've we have a lot of requests for our chicken. Um, we. Uh, sell a rotisserie chicken with uh, a I rug. I know about I this. Think you might do you have buy this about, too, Tracy. I have, had, I um, have done that. Mm-hmm.
0: Glenna, mm-hmm. you know Glenna, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. addicted to this chicken. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So, I, you know, we, we've heard that some people actually, the chicken never makes it home. They pull over <laughs> by the side of the road and people just start eating it, you know, and just get grease all over the car. But uh-huh. it's, it's, I think what we're trying to do, and we're trying to have, you know, Unami, which is that meaty wow. flavor. And whatever we do, we, wanna, we sit there, and we're in our kitchen, we're coming up with rubs and marinades. What can we do to create more meatiness? Because mm-hmm. that's what we're looking for is we love, and I, I love the decadent taste of a rotisserie chicken. So if you would want to stand outside our shop around 9, <laughs> 9.30 in the morning every day other than Monday – you would have out that vent to the succulent <laughs> smells of our rotisserie chicken, and so that's pretty really much good. the recipe that we would talk about today would would be a spicy grilled chicken with lemon and parsley. And you're you oh, know okay. going to have some paprika and some cayenne. You're going to rub it. You're going to spatchcock it. We will do that for you, incidentally. Thank that's goodness, where you're removing the backbone so you don't have to do that. And Is that how you buy it? And, and no, you smack it, you push it down.
1: Right. If I were going to grill it and do that brick thing or something, right. I would have them do, right. that. do that work. Yeah, because I don't, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> right. Well, that's why we're there. We'll we'll yes. uh, we'll do that spatchcocking. But the, the whole idea is that you want to cook it uniformly. That's why you do that. You want to have it lay flat so it's a consistent. You know, obviously we want to cook. Chicken to to temp right mm-hmm. foodsafety.gov right one hundred and sixty five yeah. degrees on your love chicken right? I love
0: that people should learn those things they should, they should you go got to know website. you got to know temp you know mm-hmm. a thermometer
2: Food is uh, very key mm-hmm. we so advise that.
0: you when you do so for this recipe the lemon and parsley right. the rub you would suggest that people um, like do you, like just like you would your uh, rotisserie chickens when you rub it down with a spice do you let it sit for a certain amount of time before it goes on the grill.
2: Well, typically you would you can you know have it it'll come in if you let's say if you're bringing it from the shop and mm-hmm. that it would be on the colder side you mm-hmm. know i think as okay. long as you don't obviously if some chickens are sold frozen you want to make sure yeah. that it's thawed and mm-hmm. typically meat is best when it's close to room temp you okay. don't want to have it too cold when you when you cook it
0: okay so you should um put the rub on it and then bring it to room temp
2: well i think by the think? time typically if you bring a, a chicken home from the store and it's mm-hmm. refrigerated by the time you you lay it out And depending on whether you need to take the, uh, the backbone out or not, Mm -hmm. um, by the time you do that and you rub it, typically I think that'll, you know, warm up enough. that's enough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Does the rub go on the outside of the, I'm assuming this is the chicken has all its skin and stuff. Does the rub go on the outside or under the skin or both?
2: Well, I think you can, uh, there's uh, techniques to basically, you want to have it all over the bird. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it if it's on the inside, I think that's okay as well. I mean, you, sometimes there's a trick to get it underneath the skin, mm-hmm. right? Oh. And you want to do that. That's mm-hmm. pretty key.
0: Mm-hmm. You want to okay. have
2: the rub throughout. Okay. More flavor.
0: We're going to put the links to the recipes okay. in the oh, show notes. And then... When people come to you and they say, listen, I'm not having guests, I'm still going to have either my stout or my beer in my adult sippy cup and my <laughs> bourbon, but I want to pre-prepare thinking ahead for the week. Like it's Sunday, maybe I'll grill on Sunday for dinner, but hey, what can I prepare um, right. with the rest of the week in mind? Is that a good thing I, for your... Let me tell you, I, th-
2: I think you're, you're totally on message here that, I mean, I, I think... We'd love to work with more and more families are coming in and saying, you know, I'm on a Sunday afternoon. I have the whole afternoon. I can cook this afternoon. But in addition, because I'm already making a mess, I'm going to cook two meals. And so they buy stuff for two meals. They'll come in. They clean up only once. But they'll say, let's say they might prep their braise for the following night. They'll wake up in the morning. They'll turn the crock pot on. They go to work and by the time they get home, the meal is ready to go. The meat is tender and broken down and ready to serve. And so I think you're really on message there, Phoebe, with people doing more than one meal. And Sunday afternoon is a perfect, perfect opportunity Well, I'm going to guess that.
0: that's what you do. You know, I wish I, mean, I did it more. Butcher. I'm spending more time at the shop. As <laughs> I, w- I was you. looking
2: at uh, recipes today, I was thinking, wow, you know, I haven't cooked for a while because I'm in, th- I'm in the shop all the time. See, but uh, this is what happens. And right, you have to less time, uh, time for yourself at to slow and mug, down, right? right? Yeah. Exactly. But he's exactly. totally
1: right on the, the Sunday thing. Mm-hmm. I will do that. So um slow
0: cookers the meat again would be the if it's not the
2: the short rib yeah what short else would you rib. suggest right with the stout
0: mm-hmm. right what other cut would be a good cut to slow cook
2: you know i think there again it's and any any cut that maybe is used a lot where you want to tenderize and it has great flavor we talked about beef cheeks right Mm -hmm. Um, there again it's a muscle that's used often but amazing flavor and the same thing with with pork I mean any there again muscles that are used a lot Mm -hmm. have great flavor you know it's just how to what is the technique it's pairing the cut Mm -hmm. with the technique and that's where you can look on this you can look and find out a lot online but by coming into a butcher the whole idea is that yeah you can do your research but Mm -hmm. come in and we'll we'll put it all together for you
0: that's what makes it seem so easy
2: right
1: yeah yeah I love that you can go in there and have a basic idea what you want and they can I mean I've been in there and they do that they mm-hmm. ask you questions and it does make things easy have you tried their
0: special jerky is it a special no it's um I have not tried the jerky no what what's that it's a, s-
2: a snack stick yeah the snack stick. oh like, Jasper
0: uh, loves that he does mm-hmm. oh, okay is that something that's like reminiscent from like your childhood like you went to your butcher and they gave you like a slice of s-
2: Like the ring bologna. bologna. I I think a lot of it is there, again, eat like you live here, Was we really want to – I think it's two things. One is it's a whole animal butcher shop, and so we want to use as much of the animal as we possibly can. And so Mm -hmm. we're able to do that, and the snack stick is a great thing to do Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the ingredients that are there in the kitchen. And secondly, it pays homage to the Pennsylvania Dutch, which, you know, they're known – you know, they have jerky and snack sticks, and it's kind of a – had protein in it, so it's good. A lot of people come and work Mm -hmm. out and then come in and – Get some protein. It's on the go. Right. Meat on the go.
0: Now, with um, Pennsylvania Dutch-style eating um, in mind, and you talked about stretching, like the like the uh, meat cuts right. and stretching into several meals. Do you no. sell
1: scrapple?
2: We do. You we do? have our own recipe.
1: You make your own scrapple. Right. I mean, you have okay. to. If you, I had you had would, to if have you, to, you, yeah. <laughs>
2: for Pennsylvania Dutch, I mean, you yeah. have to have your own scrapple. We have recently added a, a ring bologna. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, we have a great liverwurst that we hate to call liverwurst because in my mind, I have I have in my mind what liverwurst is, and this is rocking. I mean, it's really (laughs) flavorful and rich. It's Mm -hmm. it's almost Almost uh, like like a a pate. pate. Oh, there you go!
1: (laughs) Wow. How did you know that? Can you tell I'm hungry? No. I should have brought some along. Sampling. How Beautiful. about that? Because I know what you're talking about. Right. I think, I think from, you know, when I speak with,
0: uh, like, friends and family that stop in the shop, I think you spoil them on um, going to the grocery store, which is exactly what should happen. I think right,
1: don't yes. you think, Tracy? Yes, two, stu- two, two trips you can do: go to the grocery store for the exactly. stuff, and then go to or the farmer's the market. Yeah, mm-hmm. or the or the farmer's if they're market. Open. Yeah, if they're and open. then go to the yeah. butcher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: We realize it's a special trip for people that they do that, and so we have to make it worth their while yeah. by trying to provide an experience that you can't get anywhere else in terms of a very high local product with service and education. This is all about education; people want to learn, and that mm-hmm. was somewhat of the inspiration: is that where do you go? For mm-hmm. advice when you go to the grocery mm-hmm. store, who are you talking to? You know, how, What's a London broil? difference between a top round? And that's, that's what we wanted to provide.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's
1: wonderful. Can I tell you a funny story about a grocery store expert? Okay. And my dad was at the grocery <laughs> store one time and he asked. About artichoke hearts, you he can oh. find the artichoke hearts. <laughs> and the grocery store guy directed him to the butcher. He said, Well, you no. might find them over in the meat section, <laughs> honestly. So that's the yeah, kind that's of the that's problem. The difference there. Oh, no. That's that's, true.
2: that's why we're here. It was, it's because of that.
1: Do you have artichoke hearts?
2: Uh, no, that's no, we funny. don't. No, no. <laughs>
1: well,
0: you can go for other meat cuts, right? Yes. Just not the artichoke meat cuts. So <laughs> how, how do people find you, Todd?
2: Thirteen Thirty One uh, Penn Avenue. Uh, found on the web. Dundore, dundoreandheiste dot com. Mm-hmm. Facebook.
0: Are you on Instagram? Instagram. Yeah?
2: Okay. Twitter.
0: But it's, when you go into the store, don't say Dunder and Heister. Say, "I'm oh, I'm a DNH." DNH. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. they'll D&H. they'll
1: think you're an insider.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Hello, DNH. That's right.
1: Okay, great. So, <laughs> and then
0: uh, we'll put the uh, links to some of these recipes that you found. Um, in the show notes. Right. And, uh, if you're ever lost, I guess, especially, um, this time of year when it's cold out and you need some inspiration, don't Google it, go to DNA. Just go. Yeah. Right.
2: And all the, all the recipes are cuts that we have a lot of. So we're, you know, we're not going to tease you with saying we ran out. We want to have pork chops and chicken and, um, short ribs, plenty of all those. Right. We, we also ask, we do a lot of special requests. People call us a lot of different things and given enough notice, you call ahead we can make it
0: happen yeah very cool cool beans okay thanks for joining us yeah thank you great being here thanks okay. guys bye bye thank you for tuning in to this episode of the two weird hungry girls podcast we record at the studios of the people chronicles here at 505 penn street in downtown Reading, pennsylvania so thanks for tuning in and i want to make sure that you know you can find us in itunes you can find us at the peoplechronicles.com that lists all of the podcast episodes and my Pure Food for Thought show. So you can subscribe there. And you can find me at Phoebe'spurefood.com for some wonderful seasonal, wholesome recipes and for local destinations. I really appreciate you tuning in and subscribing. We would love to hear your feedback, so be sure to leave feedback at iTunes it makes all of this possible. And um, we really appreciate your feedback. Let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for tuning in, guys.